0: Welcome to Chromecast, Tech It Out. Hosted by service-centric, people-first, UK technology consultancy, Chrome Technologies. Welcome to Chromecast, Tech It Out. I'm Sam Major, and I'm back once again with Rick Mills. Hi, Sam. So we're here to talk about security and compliance, specifically Microsoft Purview. Yep, absolutely. So we'll dish that over to you as usual and kind of intro what we're going through today. Yeah, sure. It's, it's talking about getting a bit more out of your
1: m365 estate um, mm. embracing that a bit and taking some of the traditional things you would have done around sort of information protection data governance discovery and actually bringing those forwards in a modern way using mm. using the m365 tool least
0: leveraging all the tools in 365 which is one thing because historically there's been lots of tools to do this mm. but from different vendors with potentially guess, different purposes, different visions, and now Microsoft are, I guess, doing what they do well, bringing that all into one kind of holistic approach.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you if you think about the traditional estate that we've talked about in the past, you've had things like exchange servers, mm-hmm. file servers, various different locations for unstructured data to live in your estate, um, unstructured and structured to be fair, but traditionally the problem lies in the unstructured data, mm. and you're taking that unstructured data and saying, well, realistically, you've probably moved your email to to 0365. You're moving your file servers into SharePoint Online. Your end users and their personal drives will be um, OneDrive Online. You've got Teams as another source now, which has come up, and and you've got a lot of data in there. So And it's taking the thought of, okay, historically, I've looked at DLP of locking down USB drives, that sort of thing. Or actually, it could be software that prevents you uploading content to... Uh, to your, to box or uh, yeah, Dropbox yeah. or anything like that, yeah. and it's taking a more modern view on that and working out. Okay, how do you, how do you do that? with the tooling that's available. And there's loads of people out there selling different third-party tools. But actually, if you subscribe to, um, well, there's there's add-ons that do it, but essentially if you have E5, then Mm -hmm. you get it anyway. If not, there's a bunch of add-ons that you can use to get there. But using those tools allows you to actually use the built-in functionality within M365 Mm -hmm. and start to really drill into your data and apply Mm -hmm. all those policies or regulatory requirements or do all those
0: searches you need to do, whatever it might be, within the native suite. It's also historically, you know, predominantly, and the space we play in is Wintel, so all these hands are out there using Microsoft file systems and databases and so on, and then you layer on a third-party tool application, whatever it is, to go and investigate it and tell you who's using what, where, allow, deny, all that sort of stuff. And now this is actually the Microsoft file system, databases, et cetera, with Microsoft telling you who's doing what and where is it and am I allowed and all that sort of stuff.
1: Yeah, and it's, and, and it's taking the ability to sort of take that on a file basis, for, for example. So traditionally, you'd have tried to stop the file leaving your organization. Mm-hmm. Now you can actually set permissions on the file embedded within the file itself okay. so that essentially when you take that outside of your organization mm-hmm. – if you give it to someone else and they don't have permissions to open it, when they try and open it, it's going to check in and see whether or not they have permission yeah. and come back and say, no, no, that's been classified as sensitive data or mm-hmm. um, or you shouldn't have permission to open that because it's part of our HR data or whatever yeah. it might be. So even if they actually manage to get their hands on the file, yep. it's the fact that they can't then use that file and take any more modern it's approach. It's essentially it.
0: gibberish or useless.
1: It's, it's yeah it's it's basically they can't open it without permission yeah yeah. and and you as an administrator can track that oh someone outside of organization organization has that file um they're over there in this country or whatever and they've tried to open this file that they shouldn't have so how did that get there yeah
0: yeah. Um, you can see the root cause of was it malicious or non-malicious? Cetera, yeah, all the attempts,
1: basically. Yeah. So you start to pull that data together. Um, but there's a whole bunch of stuff inside M365, which allows you to start applying pre-built policies. So for example, if you're talking about PCI data or health data, or mm-hmm. I don't know, it could be passport data or anything like that, yeah. that might reside in your file system, traditionally you'd have used a, a tool like Veronis or something like that yeah. to go and scan, scan my file server, tell me where all that exists. Yes. Um, with the 365 suite it's all built in in the background anyway so once you start to look at that data you can build your own classifications and say okay i want to say i'm running project project redmond for example (laughs) so take that and you say i'm running project redmond and I want to pick out anywhere where I see Project Redmond and not let that data out and only allow it to be used by certain people within our organisations. Okay. It will automatically pick that out. That's whether that's... User groups or specific individuals, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, you can define the audience yep. uh, and you can define boundaries to allow that to not cross over between those boundaries. So you can mm. say, I don't want... Project Redmond's in the dev team at the moment. I don't want the marketing team to be able to know about it. Yeah. Uh, and then actually... You you had can, someone in the project team that was in marketing, you could say, apart from maybe that person, yeah, for instance. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So you can build all those classification rules and, mm. uh, and allow the data to be secured by automatically being picked up by the system. So you pop it into Outlook and Outlook will say, well, I can't email that because it contains this and it will warn you yeah. about it on the screen. If you're a senior admin person, it will say. Okay, you could, or someone with the right privileges, yep. it doesn't have to be an admin, but uh, a director, for example. Well, mm. you can reclassify that data and send it, but please note, this
0: will be logged and, logged and, tracked, uh, and tracked, and yeah. and we will know that you sent it out. So that's um, where it kicks in from the, oh, the compliance angle, it's the classification and the, the audit trail. Yeah. There's a, Who's there. doing what, when
1: type stuff, right? And, and historically, you'd have taken this and spent a lot of time and money building it with a third-party solution around your on-premise infrastructure. Yeah. But it's pretty much there if you've got the if you've got the right licensing now, and it's this is where we talk about the different things that you can do with your licensing suite and start to and start to be able to take
0: advantage of things you may not even realise you had. I think so that's a big thing. We have that conversation quite a bit. People have it's the do I do I need, need an yeah. E five you now? Yeah. What, what more will I get? And actually, when you really dig, there is an awful lot of value to be had if you actually stop and look at. Going back, legacy bit there, you might have two or three different vendors and tools that you're using to achieve this. Actually, you you may already have it, or for a small up, if you could have it. Yeah. What does that save you from here? And does it reduce the complexity of different different vendors' tools? Trying to talk to this, we've seen it before when you're trying to do the integration bit, sometimes it goes really well. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't. And I guess you can get more support from Microsoft when you're trying to interrogate the, the Microsoft world than you will potentially from P- P- supplier X.
1: Yeah, and, and, the, and the, the fact of the matter is that most large enterprises, not all, we, mm-hmm. we know plenty that run G Suite or things like that, but yeah. most large enterprises run Office 365 in some way, shape or another. So actually yeah. to, to have that as your data governance mechanism behind it or sharing compliance mechanism allows That's you to say, sense. okay, this organization also has this, so we can share that data in this way and secure it. Um, things like subject access requests that traditionally would have been very difficult, you can plug those in straight away and, and get that data back um, if it exists within that ecosystem um it, compliance um archiving or compliance mm-hmm. um expiry on data doing that sort of stuff okay oh, yeah, of course. historically you've gathered all this data you've got 47 million emails that you haven't yeah, dealt with or yeah. whatever it might be well we can take these like same, inbox. <laughs> yeah exactly well that's where it's going from uh, you can you can take these certain subjects and say right we'll take this subject and we'll yeah. and we'll look for all the emails in that and we'll say okay as an example internal communications so yeah. Right, we tell the company about the Christmas party. This and the other. If you had all of that in there, you can turn around and say, "Well, anything from that email address after a year, expire it out of everybody's mailbox because they don't need it anymore." Yeah, things like that. Are but then you look all at the built into the,
0: the engines to do it, the, the PCI stuff hmm. over three years, purge it, show you yep. purged it, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera.
1: And evidence it. The evidence. That's what I mean. So it. We've
0: done it before you, you build you know, purge engines, or whatever you want to call it, and someone has to sit down and, and make these things happen. Yep. In various different systems, and it's just it's just the power of that being in that that singular for an ecosystem mm-hmm. but people are ninety-five percent microsoft yeah yeah in that world bit of a bold statement but you know, <laughs> yeah sweeping but in that in that winter space I mean, it, it's winter for a reason um mm-hmm. but yeah most of the customers we will deal with are heavily invested in that microsoft you are right there's some g suite and whatever else but that's the yeah they're the minority so for the majority of people this is well, it's a game changer because it's, it's we're already doing it, but with different tools. It's just well, a, a lot of times people have gone. You know what? I can't afford to invest in the tool.
1: Yeah. That's but true. right now, if they if they couldn't afford to go out and buy a third party tool to do things, yeah. may not even realize they now have the, the tools to take this functionality <clears throat> into the business relatively simply, and say,
0: you know what? Actually, we can just turn that on. We've, we we own it already. I was about to say you already own it, so that is just a case. Or of in some f- cases, even turned on already. Yeah, but it's just a case then of working with the right people to go. Do the, I guess, the predefined bits, do they fit for us? If not, how do I customise that to it for our business? There's going to be the the consultation up front to make sure that it's set up correctly, right? Yeah, you've got to work with the
1: organisations. We've been discussing it with a particular client recently where actually the, the key point is to work with them to work out what their business wants to classify, what mm-hmm. their rule set should be, and then building that rule set using the tool that's there. So there is a bit of work around the, okay, yeah. we want this type of data secured in this way, we want this type of data purged in this way,
0: yeah. that sort of stuff. Well, that um, work doesn't change if you're, I'm not picking on Veronist it's very good, but you know, if you're buying Veronist, you've still got to do the what do we yeah. need to classify. You need to tell any system. Tool, yeah. any you know, sort. Any That bit has to happen regardless, mm-hmm. but you won't necessarily have the, the large capital outlay because you probably already have it. Yeah,
1: that's it. Yeah so I, I just think there's, there's I mean I think we're going to do a series of these of looking at what more you can get from mm. what you're already paying for um, and and as one example this has been something that's been pertinent recently and it's a it's a, certainly something that we can see coming up more and more within heavily regulated industries particularly.
0: Say, um, most so, businesses have some level of regulation and compliance yeah. they need to adhere to so it's bearing it in mind if you've got E5 out there. You've probably got what you need already, and it's yeah. just a conversation C. see. E3s we can do add-on modules, etc. Yeah. Cool, yeah, absolutely. Brilliant. Thank you. Very interesting. Welcome, and thank you for joining us on this episode of Chromecast. Take it out. Remember to like, subscribe, comment, and share. Then, if you'd like to discover future episodes, leave it in the comment section below. Take it out. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. For more information or to speak to Chrome, visit www. Chrome.co.uk Spelled K-R-O-M-E That's Chrome.co.uk